This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always curious. Oh, yeah. episode of Hard Factor. It is Thursday, April 22nd, 2021, episode number 673 of Hard Factor. I'm Will. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, and uh, Bubba could not make it tonight. Um, so I'm going to be shitting my pants during the Daily Buzz trying to pop up all these videos and pictures for you fellas. So, uh, Okay. Good luck. Yeah. You got this? Yeah. Can we Hopefully set up a so. camera on your pants? Hopefully so. <laughs> there should be a live cam on my sphincter, tightening and loosening. I'm not saying it's a buzz. huge group, but there's a contingent of the hive. Some, we could sell that. Maybe that we'll like fans. I mean, talk about if you want to talk about like uh, fetishes and, and stuff like that. We did maybe the best interview we've ever done oh. with Yuri from Kazakhstan, and it got it got interesting. It got um, very interesting. I almost spit out my coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's coming out this week, right? We'll, we'll drop it as a separate uh, show sometime yeah, this week. It's, it's going to be separate. It's going to be by Saturday. It's going to be fucking great. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Electric. Yeah, and uh, I thought you were getting at Mark the biggest fetish that there is, which is feet. Which we sh- I, I realized we should have um, we should have blurred out your feet yesterday, Will, because I, I don't want to give the give the cow away. Who's going to buy the milk? Who's going to buy the cow if they can get the milk for free? That's what it is. We showed your feet. Oh, and I know we could have made some money on that. You think those dots really turn people on? Uh, Follow up on that, by the way. The shingles thing was nonsense. So quick Google uh, (laughs) really, really sorted that out. Well, did you actually think you had shingles? Well, the way Wes was presenting it, I thought he was yeah. serious. I mean, it, the, the thing was total. You, I mean, you've, you've, totally had, you've, had, you've had gout, and that's yeah. A, but you know, Wes, re- that's not re- how that's not how it works. You, you still don't get it. You'd have to have the, the that specific herpes in your body, and it would inflame Did, it. Didn't you? And, didn't you have no, chicken pox? I, no, I don't. I no, thought it was. I, I thought I thought it was pretty clear that we we're having like a little bit of exaggerated fun. With yeah. It. Like, no, I had no idea. I thought it was yeah. for real. I had to Google it. Wes I mean, is totally it's real wrong. for those six people. Yeah, for well, six for right. six is really yeah. six rashes for people who probably had it before. Uh, but Wes, do do you have a link to that weed vape tester uh, job? Because I tried to find the application. And I yeah, find the link. Yeah, I got I got you All for right. sure. You yeah. guys, I'm glad that, that you reconsidered, Will. Because yesterday's show, you were pretty opposed to it, but. Well, because Wes showed a video of the guy cloud chasing. I didn't no, understand that it was about Wes, weed. I know what happened. Ugh. No, this is what happened. Once Wes put the idea in Will's head that he had shingles from his vaccine, <laughs> no matter what Wes said, Will yeah. was going to be mad at. Yeah. He, to, he, get, he offered him his favorite thing to no, do. No, no, no. I was genuinely. <laughs> no, no, no. I was genuinely confused because Wes was I'm like, look at this block. double ring. Yeah. Do- double ring picture and i'm like okay the double ring picture and he's like and that's testing weed and it wasn't because i was confused I we established I think, was in I think if pat or i had done that job thing last night you would have been fine with it last night i think i think west got in your head with the shingles story <laughs> you got your number <laughs> oh speaking of speaking of that mark turns out elon musk he's he's disputing your claims 
yeah, uh, well, that, yeah, uh, I didn't that the autopilot anything. was engaged I said uh, in it that was Tesla still, crash. Still in initial investigations, and I said that their wives literally said on their way out that they were going to test autopilot and that they were not in the driver's seat, which the Texas State Police is like disputing Elon's claims. Elon's like, the logs, the data logs show that the auto it was not engaged and that they did not buy the highest standard of our auto thing, so I don't think it was the car's fault. And the mm. Texas State Police is like, yo, the wives literally said that the, their their husbands were going to go auto so driving. Either and Elon's they went the, a liar or well, well, crazy. No. It, they or could the both be right. They could the both salesman be right. could have been a liar, too. The salesman and, and fucked them. The salesman could have told them they had the highest thing. And then also... Uh, what Elon was saying is like the the all the cars have auto. You just have to buy an upgrade for like the super auto. And uh, one that they had like doesn't see lines. So he was like they're driving right. on a, a lane without lines. But like maybe they didn't know that their auto needed to see. What lines. a progressive car doesn't even see yeah. lines. But I, yeah, exactly. I, so I, everybody could be telling the truth. Will everyone could be telling the truth in a way? Where yes. where yeah. is it? What state is it going to happen in? I certainly wasn't wrong. That, that that's two guys. <laughs> Figure out a way to make their car go forward without someone being in the driver's seat. It could have been with a brick, and it could. No, uh, it's the state of Texas. They a would stick. have found. They would have found a fucking sticker brick. Listen, those Teslas. If you if you have the like the upgraded one, you can fucking call it to come like pick you up from wherever the yeah. fuck you are. I think Elon's protecting his ass because he's a cocksucker. It's a piece of shit. It will start and drive on its own. How are we going to well, get Elon on the show? It's a contentious subject because Look, a lot I don't, of people I don't like Elon. That. I think that he cracks too many eggs um, to make his omelets. Well, you're just he mad because he's pricing you out of Austin. That's what's. No, I've I've been talking shit about Elon from way before he moved to Austin. That's you, rewind the tapes, my friend. June 2018. <laughs> I've been saying he's a he's a bad guy from a Bond villain. I still hold by that. Everyone's under his spell. He's he's a monster. Once wow. you go to Mars, you're fucked. Well, you're Elon, thumb. Elon, come on the show if you want to uh, clear your name. From Mark, yeah, and his yeah. and his his thoughts. Uh, upcoming events: we got a stereo <laughs> show on Friday, so everybody, we're not sure who's going to be on that and exactly what time it's going to be, but we will be making our triumphant return to stereo on Friday. Yes, uh, please get in on that. They're super fun shows. Also, new tanks and tees for Fat Boy Summer, the island sunset theme. Beautiful. Hardfactor.com store. Hardfactor.com. I think I'm going to be in a pool this weekend with with my fat boy T on. Oh, yeah. They're flying off the shelves. We've got a lot of more. Yeah, we're an FBS tank right now. Feels great. Looks great. Uh, there you go. Yeah, you guys ready? Hell yeah! I, th- I think so. We got the buzz and then a bunch of stories after that. Let's go. Number five in the buzz today. It is Earth Day. So uh, be kind to the planet Earth since it's probably considering extincting us at any moment like the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoths. So it's Earth Day. Does anyone remember, you guys may remember this, but when we were children, Nickelodeon did a special, an Earth Day special, where an actress played Mother Earth and she was being rushed to the hospital to be operated on by Doogie Howser, MD. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Didn't get the people recycling, (laughs) apparently, because we're about in the same position we were as in 93. I don't know how efficient our recycling is. There's all kinds of stuff. But just be kind to the earth. Don't throw shit on the ground. And number four, a little surprise. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Space Mountain. You thought it was gone, but no, it's back. I'm in the helmet. Uh, And we've got new verified UFO footage from the U.S. Navy. Uh, Boys, I'm playing it right now so you can see it. Um, This is verified by the U.S. Navy. That is a floating flashing triangle holy shit no no explanation 
this is a UAP, an unidentified. Uh, so you guys want to tell the people how you now believe in aliens? I'm going to play it one more time for you. So just let's see. Well, it. what I was going to you know say, what it looks, looks, like, like, I, it looks uh, like it looks like the play button on a video. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's pretty convincing. I saw an article uh, that uh, I think it was on CNN that said new UFO video debunked question mark. So I don't know if you saw that, but uh, was it debunked by somebody higher than the Navy? Because the U.S. Navy just confirmed that one. My confirmed. Friend. Confirmed. They don't know what it is. Yeah. Confirmed that they took that video on a Navy base and hey. said that not only do they have the flashing triangles, they have the flashing bells, all kinds of shapes. So aliens definitely in play. These <laughs> aliens are. Pretty basic in ge- uh, geometry shapes. There, a triangle. <laughs> they, you want them to invent new shapes, right? Well, I mean, yes. triangles. There's only four yes, shapes. I think so. Yeah. No, there's definitely shapes we don't know about. No, really, everything. They don't a either. Circle or a square or no, triangle. Rectangle. You guys, are crazy. You guys right. are crazy. Well, yeah. what do they call them now? So it's not UFO. It's it's what UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon. And what? Like I remember when STDs became STIs, right? Yes, right. very similar. Wow. Yes. So like. But that and that was because no, like they're both still two herpes. different things. They're still it's two because, different things. It's because it's offensive to the uh, to the UFOs to call them objects. Ah, that's what I'm object- getting at. Who yeah. did this? It's to object. You can't object. The aliens. Them. I mean, I think yeah. that's pretty clear. They're yeah. already setting the terms. They have a lobbyist, uh, or uh, well, I think they're in control of more than you know. Uh, moving on to number three, <laughs> Tucker Carlson and Brett Favre are having a hard time handling uh, their their mouths uh, in in uh, the wake of the Derek Chauvin murder verdict. And the aftermath, uh, Brett said it's hard to believe that Chauvin meant to kill George Floyd, uh, but that his actions were excessive, which the judge and jury uh, disagree with. So it's a moot point. Sit, Brett. It, sit it out, Brett. Yeah, sit, <laughs> sit it out. <laughs> yep. And uh, here's Tucker Carlson having a weird like mental like breakdown, complaining about a length, a likely lengthy sentence coming for Chauvin, here's that. Just think that it was excessive yeah, and well, it shouldn't happen. And what I'd like the, to say, the guy who did it looks like he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. So I'm kind of more worried about the rest of the country, which, thanks to police inaction, in case you haven't noticed, is like boarded up. <laughs> so that's more my concern. Well, but I appreciate well, you coming well, on, well, Ed Gavin. Well, thank you. Well, nope, done. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> What a so, fucking tool. He's such a tool, man. What was that? I mean, like, he, he, he just got uncomfortable and nervous and then kicked him off the show after that was a crazy, out. crazy laugh. Yeah, that was yeah. unedited. That was that was just the clip. What, so, what was he even saying? Thanks to police and action well, is like so boarded up. That guest was saying, right. So he's saying that police are like uh, not like uh, justified enough or they, they don't have enough like authority to do he's their saying jobs. Stop, stop the riots, right? He's saying right. stop the, he's saying yes. stop the protest, stop the riots. Like all the, the cities are boarded up. That's a bigger issue than this one guy going to jail. That's what and, he's saying. And the guest was, was like disagreeing with him. He's basically like, look, uh, Chauvin's uh, verdict is going to be a lesson for the law enforcement community. People are going to have to adjust. And Tucker just wasn't having it. So when he wasn't answering the way he wanted him to, he just kicked him off the show. Yeah. So whether you like it or not, that that the verdict is landmark. This is going to be a history book verdict. Uh, that, that that that's what took me away. Like people were so shocked. They were like, I can't believe that he actually got the charges. Whether you agree with it or not. Right. Uh, it's a departure. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, from it's, it's like we talked about last night. I, I didn't understand it. And Pat, you were saying like, you know, and you're right. It's it's a certainly uh, a cultural issue that people are on either side of. For me, I'm just like, why would you why would you back your guy being chauvin for the? You could, why don't you isolate this issue? And then if you still are like super pro police and stuff, 
talk about that and say that we need police for this, this, and this reason, and and we shouldn't defund the police, and 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 you know people are taking it too far in those riots, but don't back Chauvin. Like don't you don't it's have, just a, it's you just don't have to back this motherfucker while you still support the police if that's your stance. That's not that, that, yeah. Yeah, it's just people aren't aren't used to seeing police officers get those types of charges uh, when they're on the job. And well, the, people, those are, types people are trying sentences. to draw a line in the sand, but the line's already been drawn by the judge and the jury, so it's over. Yeah, Brett um, Favre really needs to chill. Uh, yeah, oh, you, we got more. No, yeah, I, number two, Wranglers I wish I might be a little bit too tight. If you know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Uh, LeVar Burton of uh, Star Trek and Reading Rainbow fame will guest host Jeopardy. Joe Buck is also going to take a crack at it this season, but people are heavily uh, rooting for LeVar. Uh, so you guys remember him from Reading yeah, Rainbow? Yeah, he, he looks great. As, of course. As an age he today. does look good. Man, does look good. you got to look like... Love LeVar. A guy like LeVar, who's probably 65, right? It's amazing how you get from where he started to where he is and have such a high approval rating. He's got a Tom Hanks level approval rating. People yeah. need to mm. study LeVar. Yeah, I mean, he's he's stayed, just kept his head down and kept doing jobs. Good jobs, too. Reading it's, Rainbow, Star Trek. He's I mean, the black he, Mr. Rogers. It's yeah. his job to lose because, like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, nice guy, but he was kind of. He's got to play football, too. He's got to play football. And then no one wants Joe Buck to do it. I mean, yeah. Poor Joe Buck. It's like, it's like a make a wish kid out there. Um, Why do people one. hate Joe Buck? <laughs> what, what's that? Why do people hate him? Uh, I don't oh, know. No, but... I mean, Joe Buck seems like he's a nice guy. He goes on part of my take all the time. I mean, he just, I mean, he just. Because he's he... so annoying. His voice is like, he's just so, you know. He's like a cookie cutter guy. He's just yeah. like, he's got a real punchable face. Probably. He's, he's, a, car- he's a caricature. Right? Watch the Artie Lang and Paul Rudd. Uh, on, oh, on, on the on the Joe Buck so show, yeah. and, and that explains everything. <laughs> yeah, I get. I've Titans seen. of industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on. Number one on today's Daily Buzz is uh, um, Makia Bryant, a 16 year old girl who was tragically shot and killed in a police intervention in Columbus, Ohio, on Tuesday afternoon. And at first, people on Twitter were trying to claim that she was unarmed. Uh, but then the city released the body cam footage, and it was clear that uh, she was the officer, very armed. yes, very armed with a knife, and and the officer shot Makia to prevent her from stabbing somebody else. Um, and even with that, uh, somehow we can't all agree that the officer did the right thing, uh, taking it to the internet. Um, I, and I, by the way, before we take it, I think this just proves that officers need a magic gun that just knocks people out because you're right. Uh, well. Like w- without that, how would this have been resolved? To everybody's liking, yeah. it wouldn't. I don't have. know. You need the freeze time, right? Yeah, you need the freeze time gun. You need mm-hmm. the knock them out instantly gun. No possible deaths. The um, heat wave gun, dude. It exists. Yes. I'm yeah. telling you, it's okay, big. Though. Well, it's too big. All right. Well, they need to get it. It needs to be for cops. cops I don't think you can be tell able to put a it in a holster. What about that a gun, a gun where too you big. could? What about a gun that could turn? <laughs> it could turn other guns and knives into like rubber chickens. And then that woman would have been holding a rubber chicken in her hand instead of a knife. Yeah. That like would have been like funny. a wizard stick. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a, like, like a Harry yeah. Potter wand. But yes. she's dead. Yes. So. Okay, but yes, well, with- <laughs> she was trying to kill someone in front of a police officer. Correct. Without that magical instrument, there was nothing this uh, officer <laughs> yeah. could do besides shoot them to stop them from stabbing somebody else. Uh, so taking it to the internet, we have everybody's favorite political pundit, LeBron James. Uh, he really fucked up. He posted. Uh, a picture of the officer. Uh, I've got his face blurred out here, guys, but LeBron was basically trying to show who this guy was to everybody. And he, te- and he tweeted you're next with an hourglass. Next right. To like it. comparing him to um, Chauvin saying he's next, which 
Correct. Uh, we watched the video. We watched it in slow motion. I mean, M- Michaela, Makia was, she was going to kill that woman. Yeah, he saved her life. Yes. Yeah. It yeah, was like, was, it, it, was, it was within what? a second, I would say. I would say there was less than a second he had to act before she was going to stab the woman in the pink jumpsuit in the chest or neck, and she was right over top of her. So I don't know. I mean, protect I like and serve. What is he? What is he supposed to, to be? Do? Yeah, he ha- he was he supposed to let her die? No, at, no. Yeah, protect well, the person who's about to get stabbed. I mean th- that that's it's a pretty simple argument, but I to, I would say scoreboard. Look at the scoreboard. Uh, LeBron shit well, tweeted well, that, that, shit. That, that that doesn't excuse people from being idiots today. Agreed. Okay. It doesn't. Will it let's doesn't? Let's move on to a bigger idiot than LeBron. Scoreboard. That's, let's let's move on. Right, Matt, what does that let's, mean? Let's, scoreboard. Let's, He's well, saying in the past, it's so he's trying to absolve these stupid takes I'm not, because in I, the past there's been there's people, been police brutality. People are quick. People are quick to react without knowing the facts because of the past. And that's not okay. You got to know the Unbelievable. facts. Unbelievable. Let's move to a dumber take uh, about this one uh, from Bree Newsom. I don't know who Bree Newsom is, but she tweeted: Teenagers have been uh, have been having fights, including fights involving knives, for eons. We do not need police to address these situations by showing up on the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. Y'all need help. I mean that sincerely. She, she wants them to like battle oh it out like uh, like Escape New York style. Co- correct. So the hard factor interns <laughs> then made this glorious meme of the kid who's smoking a bowl behind the two girls fighting. It says teens fighting with knives. It's the two girls and the kid smoking the bowl is Bree Newsom. They yeah. they buried her. That's a hilarious. That's good. She, but Bree does have a slight point here. And no, she, she doesn't. That's the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard, Pat. What are you trying to say? That's the stupidest fucking take. What? You shouldn't intervene in a knife fight if you're a cop? And if you're called? Yeah. I said slight. Like okay. And here's the, here's, the here's the here's the point I think she was trying to make. And she's wrong. You shouldn't intervene with a fucking knife in a knife fight if you see one, of course. But the point is. Uh, it's something that happens very commonly. And this is an unfortunate situation that escalated into someone dying. But there are many, 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 many knife fights with teens happening all over the country. And I think that's the point she was trying to make. Again, I, I don't what? agree with her take. She's what are you, that, what this you, is the dumbest shit. About? It's what tragic. Boys, it's tragic. Boys, a sixteen-year-old died. That Where made no fucking sense. Where all that these made no fights sense. Yeah. So I, Pat, that a very no good sense. friend from the it's, suburbs got stabbed what three times. Pat, this makes no sense. It's tragic that a sixteen-year-old died. The cop, <laughs> you're, you're the cop made the right, right intervention twice, and it was like in a house party that didn't call the cops. I believe the people called the cops saying that they're. I was at the house party the first. No, no, I'm talking about this issue. Oh, like the like the woman who got shot. I think there was a police call. To the police saying that the, this person's like attacking us with a knife. Was there not? There like was they def- called, I mean, They got called for a reason. And they the, got called to the scene. So yeah. like it's different. Like if you're a police officer, you get called to the scene and someone's committing about to murder another civilian that you're supposed to serve and protect. Like you have oh, yeah. to. Act. You you I think they called. Yeah. I think he he arrived on the scene. I'm not sure who made the call, but he had to defend we'll somebody to who was that, about to get killed. I'm pretty sure they called the cops. Like so, he, like, when he, they were alerted. The police officers yeah. were alerted. I'm not sure who someone made the called. Call. The cops, it's yeah. tragic, but that's why we need the magic gun. For the cops and Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, looking in your directions. And that's the Daily Buzz, which is brought to you today by our sponsor, Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by the quote unquote big wireless providers, uh, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard about Mint Mobile uh, offering premium wireless services starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? Hmm? What's the catch, Pat? What's the catch? 
Uh, but after speaking with them and using their service, it all makes sense. There isn't a catch. Bro. The only thing Mint Mobile does, their secret sauce, is that they're the first company to sell wireless services online only. By cutting out the re- retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. Uh, switching to Mint is going to save me a ton, and the service is great, too. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data uh, delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. You just switch out the SIM card. Uh, And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless services starting at just 15 bucks a month. Uh, To get your new wireless plan uh, for just 15 bucks a month, uh, and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash hard factor. That's mintmobile.com slash hard factor. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hard factor. It's like less than 10% of most phone bills. It's like hey, me any, on a any, fishing trip, you know? Right? <laughs> what does that mean? No catch. No catch. Oh, nice. No strings attached. No, no <laughs> strings. Hey, uh, are any of you guys big into reincarnation? You think think you're coming back as something? I hope not, because I feel like I'd downgrade. No. I mean, if I get to keep all my organs, I'll probably come back as a giant oak. But if not, then it's like you know the blade of grass or something. Yeah. Like a, In terms of afterlife, I'm I'm like uh, it's like me on the roulette table. I'm I'm putting a chip on everyone. You know. I, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You got to like you say your last rites. Not you know, not after. not ruling yeah, anything yeah. out. I'm with you, Pat. Uh, I wouldn't mind coming back as something that could fly. That'd be cool. But something with like very little predators or none, like a bald eagle or a great horned owl. I don't want to be like a bird that gets, you know, you know, eaten. Uh, but anyways, I'm not a big believer in reincarnation. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a big theme in Hinduism and Buddhism. And uh, in fact, I did a little bit of research. So now I'm an expert on the two. Uh, they, they do have different definitions of reincarnation. Speaking uh, totally from my 30 minutes of research, it seems like Hinduism believes in reincarnation more like I was just referring to, where you are literally reborn in another human or animal based on karma and merit. Uh, kind of like Wes was saying, if you do a good job in this life, you'll be uh, upgraded to like a better being, physical being. If you do a bad job, you'll become like a uh, like a shitty bird. Um, and yeah, it's like they, they believe in an individual soul transferring from body to body, kind of like um, uh, a hermit crab outgrowing its shell. It's still it's still you're you're the hermit crab. You go to a different physical being. Mm. And but you're you know, like you try to reach enlightenment by being good throughout all these different lives with your soul. Then you get to nirvana. So that's you following. That's that's Hinduism. Mm-hmm. So cool. your soul cool. is always there. And yes. Upgrading bodies or downgrading if you're a piece of shit. Okay. Like Chauvin's going to come back as a, as a worse thing. Uh, and then, of course, Buddhism is different. They don't believe in traditional reincarnation. It's more of a rebirth. There is no self and no soul that is yours. There's only existence and dying and being reborn is not you, uh, but just existence existing again. So when you die, you become part of like a mind stream, kind of like the life stream in Final Fantasy VII, like a mana stream. And, and it's just like little bits of you. And based on your actions in your current existence you will go to a uh this is called uh the rebirth is called samsara you will go to a realm now one there's six realms the uh 
current realm that you're in right now is the is the human realm, which is is pretty good. It's the second best realm. The worst realm's like hell. That's the first realm, and then all the way up, we're in the fifth realm right now, the human realm. Uh, the goal being to get to the sixth realm, which is the gods realm. Uh, and in order to get there, mm. you have to be selfless and do aliens. good things. Uh, was, so I like bet it was aliens that actually did the in Myanmar the when the police uh, kill someone. Then they're like, "It's cool. He'll be reborn in a better realm, right?" Like, it- or worse, depending on if the person was bad or good. Correct, but yeah, if they believe, if they're Buddhist, they are. That's what's really yeah, weird yeah. about it. So if you're a cop, so- then you're always telling yourself that you sent them down to the next one below. You're like, "I'm going to send you to a lower realm, bitch, yep. demigod realm." Um. So yeah, so like that's. But again, you you don't. You don't have a soul. Your good actions will just make you exist in a different realm, and you have to be like selfless and you know the, and the. Suffering. Are these realms all the same? Like, do you get? Could you be reborn into a different like Earth? I th- no, I think you could go. Hu- I don't know, but Is I think you could go human to human. If you're if you're like mm. if you're like doing an okay job, I think you can be rebirthed in the same realm. Right, like um, you don't want to be in the same realm as your ex-wife. You know, like you're hoping right. that even if you guys are in the same level, you're hoping that they're just different realms. So you don't have right. to like right. realms. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like Hang bizarro. Think of worlds. it like think of it like Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day. He kept doing an okay job, so he kept waking up. But then when he did a really good job, he got out of it. That he that was like upgrading got realms. It. Thank you. Right there, you go. It's like Groundhog's Day. Um. So yeah, the other thing about uh the God Realm is it's just fucking awesome. You got to kick ass uh to get there. Um. And and look, one way to ensure you you get enough karma points is to make merit. It's called making merit in Buddhism, like Mm. through good selfless deeds, acts, or thoughts. Another staple of making merit is through great self-sacrifice to Buddha himself, which is exactly what 68-year-old Thailand Buddhist monk Tamakorn Wong Precha did when he cut his head off with a guillotine and offered it to Buddha. What? I don't think Buddha would have liked that. No, he did. He likes it. So Buddha... Pretty big sacrifice. So Buddha's big into that. He's big into you chopping your own head off. He likes sacrifice to him. So this was just like you know an extreme. He sounds like a violent god, isn't he? Supposed to be very peaceful. I thought he was like the most enlightened. He likes to be acknowledged. Well, the monk was found dead on April fifteenth at the Wat. Fu Hin Temple in Nong Bua Lam Phu province uh, in northeastern Thailand. And we know he wasn't murdered because he left a suicide note inscribed in a slab of marble saying, <laughs> come on, they do build things to last over there. Saying, saying, hey, I've been planning this for five years. I finally worked up the courage. I'm pretty sure offering my fucking head to Buddha should be enough to make merit. I'll see you real soon, you God realm motherfuckers. I know a lot of you got in for a lot less. Man, uh, this is such a shame because this guy is like the perfect lieutenant in any organization. A guy that's willing to do this is the type of guy you want working for you, you know? This is like the guy in a Japanese Yakuza movie that like cuts part of his tongue off or a finger off to pay penance, but he fucking chopped his goddamn head off. Yeah, but this uh, is a bad precedent to start, you know. Like, yeah, like, we're gonna get into that, Wes. Okay. We're, we're about to get right into that. Okay. His 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 nephew Burnshard. <laughs> yes, it is because that's what I'm saying. He upped the his nephew Burnshard. Boonrod discovered the body and the slab of marble note and the head next to a makeshift guillotine that the former monk made. He placed uh, he placed the a god statue next to the guillotine so that like it looked like this. Like basically, there's a statue of a god holding up a hand mm-hmm. a head, mm-hmm. and so he he wanted his head to land in the hands of this god statue, representing um, that he was sacrificing his head to Buddha. Was there already uh, a, a head? Because the the picture you just showed was uh, a 
like a statue of a headless god that was holding its own head. Was the statue he was trying to drop his head in there? Was there a head already in there? Very good question. I I couldn't find a picture of it. Because it would just Um, bounce off the stone head and end up on the ground. I'm assuming that god had a head, but I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. And look, this move was actually pretty well received in his community, Wes. Uh, He had been a monk for 11 years, and one one of his followers, you, had this to say. He had been planning this for five years now. He fulfilled his goal and met enlightenment. So he's kind of like a hero over there. Uh, 300 people showed up to his odd funeral as the monk's body was laid inside a coffin while his head placed in a jar before his followers and family uh, members carried his remains to the forest where they burned his remains. The the body, but what happened to the head? I don't know. Yeah, that's not the type of funeral you get food after, you know? They're keeping... You're not going to catch no. a meal. What are they this. doing with that head in the jar, though? I'm, I'm well, they're looking at it and thinking that could be my head. Well, as Wes was thinking, it's like uh, it's now a holy relic. You just, yeah, well, oh, it, the man. guy's got the guy's going to get into the God realm. You, yeah. you can't make merit more than chopping off your head. Look, and since this monk was receiving so much praise from his followers and the people in town uh, and, and them not wanting to have the headline. Uh, entire group of monks chops off heads for Buddha. Mm-hmm. The National Office of Buddhism asked the local government in Thailand to help them explain to residents in the area that, uh, you know, such practice was not encouraged in the religion. They should make smaller sacrifices to things to, like to Buddha. Like you can give y- your money away, your, your earthly possessions, or you can free captive animals in Buddha's name, uh, to which I and Tama Korn's followers say, yeah, right. <laughs> My man just upped the game. You're not going to make merit by freeing a few caged birds when homeboy chopped his fucking head off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he, he set the, the standard way yeah. too high. It's like when he Tony changed- Hawk did the 900. Exactly. He did a 900 in this town and everyone's like, whoa, what am mm-hmm. I doing with my head? I'm not going to get out of the human realm right. with this on my head. With the There's going to be more. Remember, there was the self-immolation that was really big for a few years. Yeah. People are going to have to make that a comeback in order mm-hmm. to compete with the headless guy. Now. There's going to be heads in jars everywhere in this town. One of the Man. worst parts about Jeez. this is, you know, suicide <laughs> notes, pretty depressing. And this one's cut in a stone. It's like you can't really throw it out. You know, someone's going to have to put it in their house, look at it every day. Yeah, he's, he was planning for five years. Is that when he started writing in the, in the note? How long does it take to inscribe in marble? I imagine well, a while. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah I imagine a long time. Uh, it was thought out. Not so five it wasn't years. Like, wasn't, wasn't a rash What decision. shitty friends? If I told you guys in five years I'm going to kill myself, I'd hope you guys would stop me at year, around year four. Maybe even, I don't know, four oh, and a half I'd, years. I'd stop it right away. I couldn't, I couldn't hang out and listen to somebody's plan for five but, years. But here's the thing, though. Working you on the marble put, again, Pat? <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> here's the thing. I like, hear you, you clanking. <laughs> you got to put yourself in their shoes. So, like, Pat, we'd have to be, like, so passionate about something. It would have to be, like, you being, like, we, we're trying to, like, uh, make it as comedians, and you decided to do something rash to make it as a comedian that we – as comedians believed you would you would make it if you did this insane thing and then we would have to tell you not to do that and then it would kind of be like us turning our back on that like so like these buddhist monks as a monk how are you going to tell this guy to not make merit the way that he's going to make merit i don't know well in, in the united states but yeah you have to renounce the religion or chop your head off over there right. yeah, the stakes are high in buddhism apparently yeah I mean, they get, yeah, they burn themselves, cut their heads off. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, guys, Fat Boy, Fat Boy Summer is upon us. It is going to be one of the best summers in recent memories because we didn't get a summer last year. So we got some making up to do. Am I right? Um, but with beachgoers. Say it again. 
Yeah. Say yeah. it again. You got some making yeah. up to do, right? Yeah. Uh, but with beachgoers already rushing to the shores in our southern states, wouldn't you know it? Nature has to once again come along and spoil the party, this time in the form of worms armed with hooked jaws that will bite you if you go swimming. Uh, thanks, nature. One more thing to scare the what? fuck out of Mark while he's swimming. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like no. swimming. An yeah. ocean worm? Yeah. No, this, my friends, is oh. the clam worm. Um, no. Oh, no. 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 And they are infesting oh. uh, oh, South Car- the South Carolina coastline around Charleston, especially because it wants to fuck and bite your ass. Um oh. Yeah. It goes into your ass? Oh, so I'll, t- I'll tell you. So these little, these things normally oh. live under the seafloor, but come springtime, they congregate to mate in the shallow waters. And during full and new moons, they morph into their sex machine shapes called epitokes, which you saw in the video. It looks like a centipede kind of wormy thing. Very disgusting. Here's a close-up mm-hmm. picture of it. And you see those little hook, oh, hook jaws? Yeah. Yeah. Worse. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's worse. Yeah. According to uh, experts, these little sex machines might mistake your finger for a worm pussy and latch onto it with its hooked jaws and uh, they like it rough, rough enough to break the skin and make you go, ah, what, what the fuck was that? A clam worm? So, so they bite you and come on you? Yeah, they just bite you. They just hold on to anything. They <laughs> and they hump yeah. you. They, yeah. They it's hump horrible. You. Yeah. yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources issued a warning to stay the fuck out of the water until these things are done with their spring orgy and the birds and fish dwindle their numbers. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on. That's terrible. That's yeah. insane. I mean, like, well, so you already have sharks. Is there a lot of sharks in that area? Oh, jellyfish, jellyfish, stingray. Jellyfish, jellyfish in South Carolina suck, man. Eels. Do you this have, like, they have horseshoe crabs, too? Sea anemones, horseshoe crabs. up on the beach. Yep. Oh, man. These are in the salt water? Yeah, these salt water, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's I mean, where you like to swim incredible, but, but that's, that's, that's my favorite type of water. That's a lot of shit going on in the South Carolina beach right now. That's a... Yeah. It's a lot Is there any... With. Anyone gotten severely injured from these things or uh, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, it's just like embarrassing. Like, you it's, got, like the, it's it's like right. probably like a jelly. It's like it scares you. You, you shake your finger real fast and you like freak out. Yeah. Then, but yeah. For, <laughs> for, for dudes with thinner dongs, you yeah. know, the, if, if I had a thinner dong, I'm rocking a speedo. There's good. There's no there's no pathway to my dong. You uh, think through, that thing could latch on the front? Leg. You think I can get through? Well, it could get through for sure if you're not wearing a speedo. But if you have a thinner dong, like a finger th- uh, thin dong, it could mm-hmm. go at that. You think? Or if you had a really there? like a, a pointy testicle, it could really uh, will. La- a really what? Whatever, it could latch on. Say you had one really pointy one. Um, yeah. yeah. What? No, I mean I'm just saying. If Easier to latch on to. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. wear a speedo. You're yeah. saying Will's saying he has a pointy testicle? I've never heard of a pointy testicle. I, was, I mean, I'm saying it's a possibility. I okay. I'm not saying I have one. I'm just saying it sure. saws through his saws through his pant leg and it's just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to get new pants again. <laughs> I mean, watch out, my testicles are sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one real pointy Could one. Put an eye out. <laughs> I'm worried about this clam worm. <laughs> You guys remember when I got that fucking rash from Damaging in South clicks. Carolina that I thought was like an STD? I went to the doctor. It was, ended up being like little tiny uh, jellyfish. Um, it's called sea bathers, and the jellyfish uh, oh, like yeah. larvae get in you. The doctor like was he, he had like the fucking assistant in there checking it out because I'd never seen it before. Because like you know I live in Texas and they're like they don't get cases. He's like check this out, sea bathers. It's like are you sure it's not fucking you know an STD? That's terrible. Yeah, well, after a trip to Myrtle Beach, you, you know, it's yeah. reasonable yeah, you, suspicion. You I was think. a little south. I was a little classier south, but yeah, the, the, the water's mesh. Um, anyway, 
gum, guys, is something people chew as a way to relieve stress, curb appetites, mm. and most importantly, freshen breath. But many people don't realize that gum can also be an integral part of healthy oral uh, care routine. It was only a few years ago that Quip reinvented the toothbrush for the modern age. They have done it again, this time for chewing gum. Uh, well, they've launched a new gum that actually, that's actually good for your oral health and comes with a dispenser that will remind you of the one-click candy you loved as a kid, except it's a lot sleeker and a lot more modern looking. Very cool. You pull it out and you pop. So people are like, what's that? That's, that looks pretty cool. Uh, Quip gum can help prevent cavities and freshen breath when chewed for 20 minutes after eating. It's sugar-free and has tooth-friendly xylitol uh, with zero calories and to satisfy your taste buds quip added a long-lasting mint flavor crunchy tri-layer design and stamped it all with the classic quip tongue the slim travel ready dispenser available in five colors metal or plastic packs and protects up to 10 gum pieces at a time and fits just about any purse or pocket for on the go and in a word, in a world where we all need to be extra safe and high uh, and hygienic, the quick release button means you can still share with your friends. No wrappers, hands, or hassles. Um, add a gum refill plan for a gift that keeps on giving all year round. Quip's customizable subscription lets you chew and share at your own pace and not worry about running out. Plus, the more you buy, the more you save with bulk discounts on extra gum packs. It's not a substitute for brushing and flossing, but this is a great support for oral health. Paired up with Quip Electric Toothbrush for adults and kids, refillable floss, and more great products. In addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh br brush head floss and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the misery of in-store shopping. Spread good oral health habits and join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip. Get chewing for less than $2 per gum pack. And if you get uh, go to getquip.com slash factor right now, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. That's free dispenser to get at getquip.com slash factor g-e-t-q-u-i-p.com slash factor you can also find the quip electric toothbrush refillable floss and more in the oral care aisle at your local walmart quip the good habits company hell yeah uh shout out to andy greenberg of wired for his reporting on this next story do you guys ever notice that mcdonald's mix flurry machines are always broken Yes. You, know, you know the answer to that. Yeah, it's that's a rhetorical question because they're always fucking broken. And I got three McDonald's guys on my on my show as my co-host. Uh, according to McBroken.com, which, by the way, tracks how many McDonald's ice cream machines are down at any one time. And it does this kind of ingeniously by automatically adding a frozen treat to an online order every 30 minutes and then updates the data. So, uh, yeah, the number of broken machines hovers about at seven and a half percent at any given time down across the country. That's way too high. It's Jesus. way too high, guys. For example, at the time of this taping, 20 percent of Boston's machines were down, which I'm sure <laughs> ended in at least one assault. Uh, which wouldn't have been the first time, by the way, because back in 2017, <laughs> a Daytona Beach McDonald's employee was savagely beaten by three angry customers when they were told the machine was not working. And then they saw someone else with an ice cream cone and they uh, mm -hmm. they got well, they upset. always clarify that, though. It's a separate thing. Right. No, it's actually the same machine. That, uh, or, or they'll tell you that like. Yeah, or the yeah, I don't know. They just are. They're always claiming it's broke. It's that dangerous. Would they would that assault would have happened whether the machine was working or not. You know it. Pat. You are very right. The uh, machine's too cold. <laughs> this is why I'm a Blizzard guy now. Yeah. <laughs> why does he have a cone then? Uh, so guys, <laughs> why is it? Well, McDonald's ice cream machines are made by a company called Taylor, who has about thirteen thousand models C six hundred twos in McDonald's across the country. Uh, with, with each one setting back McDonald's franchisees about $18,000 a pop. And oh. these machines are very, very finicky. And they've been referred to by many franchisees as 
the Italian sports car of ice cream machines. <laughs> these these things will break if you breathe on them wrong. And every two weeks, every machine and their two dozen O-rings has to be disassembled, sanitized, and then reassembled by someone oh, who's making a minimum no. wage for. And that's for, why. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent why people don't want to spend an hour and a half cleaning the machine and putting the twenty-two O-rings or whatever you just said. How long together. ago did they make these buys on these things when they decided they're going with this model? Crazy expectation. Oh, outdated. This has been going on uh, for a long time, Will, and it's not yeah. going anywhere. Which is why I'm telling you guys this story. Uh, also, for the sake of the people putting the machine back together, I, ho- I hope they're high before their shift, and I will forgive you if the machine breaks because working at McDonald's fucking sucks. On top of that, guys, the machine is designed with zero troubleshooting options. So whenever something goes wrong on the machine, even the littlest thing, the McDonald's franchisee has to call in Taylor technicians. So the technicians who work for the company that makes the machine to the tune of thousands of dollars a month in maintenance fees. Uh, they're paying to the Taylor technicians if anything goes wrong with these the machines. Racket. And well, they often yeah. do. Let, what a racket for Taylor. Well, yeah, let me it, ask you. Let me ask you. So, uh, you know, my girlfriend was a, a bartender and she used to she's told me that that when uh, she hated making the, you know, um, uh, time consuming drinks for customers. So she would purposely uh, and her and her coworkers would purposely break the blenders um, because it was such a pain in the dick to make some of these drinks. Do you think that's might be what, what's happening with these? I don't think that's happening, Wes, because the wrath that poor minimum wage workers are enduring when people are not getting their uh, shamrock blizzards uh, is not worth breaking the situation. They're not making no, no, enough no, money. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I disagree. I, I thought we already landed there. I, I guess I'm confused. I'm I'm positive that if you have a cool manager, they're like, we're not spending the now the hour and a half to clean the O-rings. Right. We're not. We're- oh, well, then you must know Fuck nothing it. about owning a McDonald's franchise because McDonald's can literally shut your franchise down like that. And they do not fuck around. Uh, you oh. better have your machine up and running, guys. And I if, guess I don't. And if you if you think this sounds like some sort of fucked up weird monopoly engineered by McDonald's and Taylor ice cream machines to extract profits from McDonald's franchisees, then congrats on being oh. woke because that's oh, exactly yeah. what's going on. Yeah, it's exactly like uh, if you've watched the founder, they do it like this. They, they've constantly been scheming from the beginning. Like they'll push a product on people and that obviously benefits like the the wife of the Roy Kroc or whatever, Ray Kroc. She was the one who had the first milkshakes. So she right. made all that money off the milkshake deal the first time. And then they did another milkshake deal with the McFlurry people. Well, right. uh, at least people were winning money in that Monopoly game, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your name was, no, that was inside Roy, or what was the guy's name? Uh, yeah, the one guy. Big. I don't know, they were all, it was like the same guy. Big oh, right. Roy or Little Roy. Big Jerry. Yeah, 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 big Jerry. Jerry. Big Jerry. <laughs> uh, well, guys, here, here's the deal. Uh, as it turns out, the machines have a cheat code. So it's a cheat code that consists of about 16 different keystrokes that have pressed very precisely, brings up a secret undisclosed menu that can fix a majority of the problems on the machine. Uh, This is not disclosed (laughs) anywhere in the owner's manual whatsoever. It's purposely hidden. And lucky for us guys, two ice cream loving techies have spent the last 10 years developing what is essentially a game genie for the C602 model called Kitsch. Right. So it's like uh, it's a little thing you plug into the machine and immediately makes the interface user friendly and gives you the ability to essentially take care of, I don't know, like ninety nine percent of the problems. TCB. Right. Kitsch charges 10 bucks a month for their subscription. And shit was going gangbusters with McDonald's franchisees across the country 
all loving on Kitsch. Uh, I guess there was like a big McDonald's franchisees uh, shareholder meeting where they all get together. And one of the biggest franchisees, the uh, guy that owns a ton of McDonald's, gave him like a two minute pitch about how great Kitsch is because it's really an awesome product. Oh, no. But the execs at McDonald's did not like it, William. They did not like it one bit. Uh, yeah. If you thought crooked Ronald McDonald and even evil Taylor Corp were just going to take a hit on their lucrative maintenance business, servicing the machines that they require franchisees to own and buy from them, you're Mick wrong because uh, they shut that shit down quick. McDonald's sent an email uh, out to all franchises saying that installing the Kitsch uh, add-on on their ice cream machines would void the warranty and would cause, quote, serious human injury effectively ruining Kitsch's business. So this is this is Mick bullshit. Yeah, these guys have been working on this thing for 10 years and they were two years into their into their business, took on a ton more investment. Things were going great. They solved the problem that it, that uh, didn't need to exist. And McDonald's said, no, no, they oh, McDonald's no. also promised a uh, their own machine that will have a more friendly interface. And uh, Wired talked to like, I don't know, 50 franchisees. And they're like, we've never even seen this machine in the flesh. We don't think it exists. McDonald's is like a fucking evil, like pharmaceutical company that has the cure, but they just want you to uh, keep this pumping is... it, pumping you with the, uh, that's you know. it. Yeah. Dude, is there, follow the money is Taylor. Yeah. Owned, so, uh, the, is owned by McDonald's. A lot of McDonald's, uh, people that follow McDonald's closely and blog about them think that Taylor, they have such a longstanding relationship. Taylor put the pressure on McDonald's to shut down Kitsch. Of course. Which they did. It's a partnership. Uh, this is what scares me about like crypto, right? Kitsch is like crypto, and the and like the the Fed and like Janet Yellen is like McDonald's, and like that's I don't know. You, you're talking about McDonald's stomping people out. Now I'm scared. Oh man, yeah, the big so you, guys just just stomping on the little guy's neck. This is that's a terrible story. You think about that. Well, guys, hopefully things work out. The little guy is suing uh, McDonald's and the franchisees that it gave the Kitsch to because it made them sign a, an agreement saying that they could not give the kitsch to anyone else. And somehow McDonald's got a hold of one and reverse engineered it. They were sending their lawyers to try to buy them and employees to try to buy them off books. And they kept canceling the orders from the McDonald's people. Hmm. Finally, they got their hands on the one. So and, to, uh, to refresh this episode, everyone's mad in the culture war. Uh, if you go to Thailand to become a Buddhist monk, you're going to lose your head. You can't go swimming. Only if you go all the way. Can't go swimming in the Carolinas anymore. And you're never going to get an ice cream from McDonald's. Mm -mm, no way. I'm going to try right now. As soon yeah, as we're I, I knew I that you would. That's partly why I chose the story. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to try, too. McDonald's will be paying us just opened back up. For as much <laughs> business as we're sending McDonald's from Wes every time we talk about them. Uh, guys, <laughs> have a great fucking day. See you later. Yeah. Wes is going to McDonald's. Oh, I'm still going to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. No, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here well, right now. That's a little now. rough, right?